When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join us for weekly radio rendezvous with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 24th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the bubbling bowels of underground Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present will be Cannabis Radio's own Nurse Heather from the show Good News with Nurse Heather, who will be joining me in a few minutes. But first... After a century in hiding, it appears that marijuana has finally gone mainstream, once largely relegated to countercultural associations and appearances in obscure Cheech and Chong movies, the spongy green plant matter has come out of the closet and is enjoying its moment in the sun. In fact, the weed appears to be in need of a hotshot publicist because the calls are coming in like never before. Geraldo has the munchies. Dr. Oz is looking for an ounce. Hell, Judge Judy probably needs a hookup by now. Things that never happen in the old world are becoming routine as marijuana storefronts operate with impunity in several states and millions of dollars in badly needed tax revenues are being counted daily. Interestingly enough, the sky appears to remain firmly intact and our roads are still apparently safe to drive on. It all started with California's Prop 215, which legalized medical marijuana in the state when voters approved the measure on November 6, 1996. In 1998, Washington voters approved I-692, which made marijuana legal in the state for qualified patients with a legit doctor's recommendation. 2012 marijuana, legal for all citizens 21 and over. However, under that pesky old federal law, marijuana remains highly illegal and more dangerous than meth. That's why Washington State Civil is still watching us closely from above. Lucky us. 
During the same period when citizens were voting to approve legalization in this state, the Air Patrol was flying over a Stevens County property near Spokane, Washington. They identified a small patch of marijuana on some private property that belonged to 71-year-old Larry Firestack Harvey and family. It should not have been very hard to see since the Harveys had erected a huge plywood sign with a green cross on it, the universal hallmark image signifying medical marijuana. They were collectively spending thousands of dollars at medical dispensaries, so they decided to take advantage of the fact that they lived in a state where it was legal to cultivate their own. After all, pot was legal in their state. What could go wrong? The home was raided twice, once by state and local law enforcement and once by the feds. Larry Harvey had his charges dropped after he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. May he rest in peace as he succumbed to the disease before his wife, son, and daughter-in-law were sentenced. One other defendant took a plea bargain. The remaining defendants of the Kettle Falls 5 case this week received their sentencing. Rhonda Firestack Harvey and her daughter-in-law, Michelle Gregg, were both sentenced to one year and a day after being found guilty of cannabis cultivation. Roland Gregg, on Hempersen only weeks ago, was sentenced to 33 months in a federal prison. All three were released pending appeal. Jail time for the Kettle Falls defendants is an embarrassment to the judicial system, proclaimed Americans for Safe Access Director, Executive Director Steph Shearer. We're calling on President Obama to pardon all three defendants immediately. Indeed. This serves as a continuation of the scorched earth policy of prohibition, which does little to protect Americans or serve our communities. Let's imagine a day when medical marijuana patients are treated with the dignity, the compassion, and the respect that all people deserve who are battling illness and disease. And we also need to honor those who are working to guide patients toward the societal harm reduction and myriad benefits that I believe medical marijuana offers to us all, which brings me to my guest today. Nurse Heather is a native New Mexican and a registered nurse specializing in all aspects of medical cannabis care. She currently holds a position on the board of directors for the American Cannabis Nurses Association. She's a medical advisor for Sacred Garden, a licensed nonprofit producer in New Mexico, and she has her own weekly radio show here on CannabisRadio.com called Good News with Nurse Heather, and she is here with me today. Welcome, Nurse Heather, to Hemp Present. Hello, Vivian, and hello, listeners. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on today. Our pleasure. Now, Heather, I want to start off by letting you know two quick things. First of all, I think that you may be the first guest on Hemp Present whose hair is actually as long or maybe longer than mine, which is unique since my longest dreadlock is almost to my knee, and that's a real accomplishment. I also, it's really cool that we have the same birthday, and so happy birthday, Heather. Happy birthday to you. I mean, I guess it's something about that October 3rd Libra thing. We we know how to grow hair. So let me ask you the questions I always get asked. How long have you been growing your hair? I cut my hair the last time in 19... Well, I had my last formal haircut in 1972. Okay. Let's see. What's another one that I always <laughs> get? Do you get tangled up in it at night when you're sleeping? I actually throw it over the side of the bed. I throw it off the bed. <laughs> Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> I could come up with a few more, but you know, I have <laughs> friends I have friends that that hang with me and they say we're just going to buy you a t-shirt that has the answer to all of the questions. So when someone <laughs> sees me, they'll I'll be wearing the t-shirt that says 18 years when it's out of the braids it goes to the ground. You know, no, I've never dyed it and the last time I cut it was I trimmed it 10 years ago. So, anyway, there there you, you don't have get the, it. You I don't get the you one the that I get I get with the dreadlocks all the time. Now, 
So I, I heard you can't wash it or it'll come out. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, you know, mine are braids. I don't have the dreads. I comb it out every day and rebraid it. But, you know, those are the other questions too. How much shampoo do you use? And <laughs> is it hard to wash? So, Doesn't anyway, it hurt your neck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what they say, yeah. hair today, Gandhi tomorrow. There you go, baby. Well, I, I like my hair today. And I said I've gone with it gold my whole life. When I'm older, I hope it goes silver. So go from gold to silver. I'm cool well, with I'm that. Already, I'm already there, darling. I got my hair on top silver and the dreads on the bottom are still brown. Gotta so, love it. So you went to the Vegas Hemp Fest for your birthday on Saturday, the Las Vegas Hemp Fest, which is licensed from Seattle Hemp Fest. How was it? It was fantastic. You know, I was in the educational expo most of the time as I was speaking there and, you know, the Cannabis Nurses Magazine was representing and Ask Nurse Julesy. So we had a big nursing presence. They are doing a lot of education. We brought nurses in from all over the country that are American cannabis nurses. And we just dropped knowledge bombs right and left. I didn't get to indulge in maybe as much music and fun as I would have liked to, but I definitely enjoyed the educational aspect of it. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, that happened on Saturday. But on Thursday, we actually had a red carpet event for the launch of the new Cannabis Nurses magazine. And that was a lot of fun. I mean, this whole weekend, they actually surprised me for my birthday and put my photo on the front cover of the first issue of the Cannabis Nurses magazine. And so that was quite, quite a great time. You know, I I will tell you, I wanted to see, I knew that Sublime was going to be playing. And so someone had said, hey, you know, Sublime's going to be playing soon. And so I ran over to where they were actually having the music and, and all of the vendors and that went over there and all the people were coming in a flood. They were dripping wet. They were high on excitement and they had just finished listening to Sublime. And my heart shattered into a million little pieces because I love Sublime so much. But because I'm Nurse Heather with good news, the good news on that was at the after party for Hemp Fest for VIPs, Sublime played a private party for us, a private concert. And so I actually got to, for my birthday, stand right there with them while they were playing within, you know, touching distance. I could have touched them if I wanted to, but I was too busy dancing. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been sublime. It was sublime. It was superb. It was fantastic. I had So Heather, for for the benefit of my listeners, you are the kind of cannabis nurse that doesn't run around and like a leather corset and like no this is also a frequently uh, asked is that, question is that, are those the different kind of that's like 420 nurses different right yeah there there is some confusion there 420 nurses you know they're all like, about promotion and they're there at the events and they're beautiful and it's wonderful but they're not registered they're not nurses. nurses that have gone to school to nursing school and received a degree and so that's the difference cannabis nurses really are, we're medical professionals who understand the importance of the endocannabinoid system. And we are beginning to be able to utilize and work with cannabinoid therapeutics with patients all over the nation. And it's very exciting. Well, cool. We are talking to Nurse Heather from Good News with Nurse Heather on CannabisRadio.com. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws. We'll be right back, find out a little bit about uh, how you got inspired to be involved in the healthcare industry and, and work with cannabis. So we'll be right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Duck. 
Dr. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Presents on CannabisRadio.com, and we are talking to Nurse Heather from Good News with Nurse Heather on Cannabis Radio. And uh, you're back and still coming down probably from the Las Vegas Hemp Fest. Give us a little bit of background, Heather. Tell us how you were inspired to be involved in the healthcare industry and more specifically how you became such a great advocate for cannabis as medicine. Wow, that's quite a story and it would take longer than 30 minutes, but I'll abridge it very quickly. <laughs> like you said, I'm from New Mexico where I was trained and, and I learned from Native American healers and Hispanic curanderas and I learned about plant medicine and that was always really important to me and a part of my life forever. When I decided to go to nursing school, I saw it really in my frame of reference at that time. But later when I became a I was working with patients that are very ill, I found that cannabis use among those patients was really prevalent. And so I then came to learn that the state of New Mexico had a program through the Department of Health Services that allowed patients to have safe access to quality medicine. So then I started helping patients by saying, you're already sick, you're using this medicine, you might as well get on the program. Very quickly, I got a lot of cannabis patients <laughs> out of that. And then they were looking to navigate the system that was the medical cannabis system in New Mexico at that time. And it was difficult. It was kind of underground. It was new. So it was hard. And I just helped patients. And that's really how I came to learn about it. At the same time, I had patients who were on oxygen or they had lung issues or they didn't need to be smoking because they were elderly and that was taboo, but they could use, say, a salve or an ointment or a tincture. So I went to these dispensaries and none of them were selling smokeless alternatives. So out of sheer need for the patients and because I had all that knowledge about how to make herbal medicines, 
cannabis was easy for me to just create new products with. And so I was able to then create the first edibles and infusion programs or companies in the state of New Mexico and went on to do that same thing in the state of Arizona. So that's kind of my background, always keeping the medicine and the science in the forefront of my mind. I'm kind of a research chaser, so I go to as many conferences as I can to learn from medical professionals and researchers and get that true hard science about the endocannabinoid system, what's going on with the receptors, what's happening with phytocannabinoids and endocannabinoids. And you know, that's that's all important to me as a nurse. And we're seeing so many amazing results in our patients when we're able to get them on cannabis, and specifically in home health, I saw this, all my patients that were using cannabis were able to reduce their opiate use by at least 50%. Many of them would get off of those opiates altogether. And what happened is a lot of those patients I was actually able to discharge from home health and I learned that these opiates were keeping people homebound. They were, you know, it was just so amazing when you introduce the plant medicine and get off of the pharmaceuticals, what kind of well-being and life a person can have. And 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 what kind of quality of life. What kind of functionality people can regain, right? Absolutely. It's all about quality of life. And as nurses, we're always looking for ways to help patients live a better quality of life. And so to us, cannabis is a tool to help our patients achieve relief from symptoms, to achieve well-being in their lives. And just to, you know, like I said, get off of pharmaceuticals that are potentially causing a lot of harm or adverse effects that are needless, quite frankly. Heather, you're a board member of the American Cannabis Nurses Association. Tell us about the ACNA and, and what you all do. Yeah, the ACNA is really interesting. We are an organization that is working toward legitimizing cannabis nursing as a specialty in the medical field, in the nursing field. And the way that we're going about this, it's very high level. As you can imagine in medicine, there's lots of things that we have to do and hoops we need to jump through. But part of that is providing continued education to other nurses regarding the endocannabinoid system, cannabinoid therapeutics, and so forth. So that's what we do currently. We have the core curriculum for cannabis nurses that nurses can take and receive six credits toward their continued education, and it teaches them all the basics. We also have a four-credit course called Advanced Curriculum, the Advanced Curriculum Beyond the Basics, and that will tell goes more into detail about extractions and legal aspects and dosing and those kinds of things. So that's what we do. You know, as nurses, we're obviously advocates for our patients at all times. But with this particular organization, we're really a network. We're a place for nurses who are learning about the endocannabinoid system or have an understanding to further their knowledge and education and to go back wherever it is that they're working and to create change for patients that they are touching. Heather, your current position as medical advisor for Sacred Garden requires you to stay up to date with all aspects of cannabinoid medicine, including standards laws, research trends, patient care services, everything. Are there any interesting trends or developments in cannabinoid medicine that you'd like to share with our listeners? 
Yeah, there's so many interesting things. I mean, this is moving quick. Um, even just on the, the research side, we were at the Patients Out of Time conference in Florida back in May. And the main theme was cannabis and aging. And they were talking about how cannabis is so beneficial for all of the different aspects of aging and how the receptors are starting to change. And it really gave a lot of understanding to me why we're seeing such great benefit for our elderly. So, you know, I came away from there thinking, is cannabis really the fountain of youth? Is that what these researchers are saying to me? And, you know, we're, we're finding it's maybe not that far, but heck yeah, it's going to help you age gracefully. Uh, that's one thing that we're looking at. And then also, you know, the, the rosin and the terpenes and this big push toward, you know, looking at full cannabinoid profile, including these different various types of terpenes and how they're beneficial for health and well-being as well. So, yeah, there's lots of interesting trends going on out there that I'm keeping my ear to the ground. Yeah, they've done amazing work in Israel with the elderly and cannabis and fighting Alzheimer's and other age-related diseases for many years. Somehow they seem to be ahead of us in that area. You know, it was um, beautiful. The two nurses that, and I'm going to botch the name, I cannot even think of it, but the one that Mishulam works with, his two nurses were actually at this conference that I was at in Florida back in May, the Patients Out of Time conference. And it was really wonderful to spend time with those ladies because in Israel, it is a nurse-led program. These nurses are growing and providing, and it is such a cool thing that we've got that nice, tight, international cannabis nurses bond going on. Heather, you've worked with Hispanic and Native American communities in your home state of New Mexico. Do you feel that communities of color face additional challenges in relation to accessing and using medical marijuana? You know, as far as accessing marijuana, I think that everybody has the same shot at being able to go and get a card and do it legal in their own state. You know, if you want to look at specifically with New Mexico, I would say the spiritual aspects and the cultural aspects. Hispanics have been using cannabis forever. I mean, you can talk to anybody in New Mexico who's Hispanic and has roots and they'll say, oh, yeah, grandma used to have that green alcohol. They would take leaves of cannabis, stick it in rubbing alcohol and just leave it in there. And then grandma takes the alcohol and rubs it on her skin for her, you know, her aches and pains in her joints. This has been going on forever there. And I look at it as a right, as a cultural right, and just part of what they do with plant medicine and what we all do with plant medicine. I don't want to get too much into the, you know, the racial side of it, because we all know that people of color, specifically younger black men, are completely stereotyped and, and you know, sure. that whole thing. And to me, they're I just they're dealing with additional stigmas that that. Absolutely. That Caucasians don't necessarily need to deal with. And, you know, as a little girl, I've been colorblind my entire life because I was raised around so much culture and color. My children are Native American. I mean, I am colorblind when it comes to that. I have no frame of reference or understanding for racism whatsoever. I just don't I don't get it. So right you know, on. Maybe that's why I get along so well with my with my wonderful people in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They wanted me to come and stay forever, and I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you know, to me, if you got a belly be a belly button, that's your membership button to my tribe. You know, that's it, um, baby. I'm the human race. <laughs> you bet. And you know, I mean, we've got so much similarities uh, that you'd think that the skin color would just be like our hair color, and we. Have, 
someday maybe. You've got a show <laughs> also on CannabisRadio.com, Good News with Nurse Heather. So what's it all about? What's that like? Oh, my gosh, Vivian. You know, you're doing your show and you're rocking it. I hear so many great things about it. Um, I am just having fun. This is something that has been an idea of mine for several years to do a good news show. I hate watching the news because it just makes me depressed and sad. And I think there's good news in the world. Why are we always, you know, harping on this negative stuff? So this idea of having a good news show has been with me for a few years. And when I had the opportunity with CannabisRadio.com to actually put it out there, I jumped on it with both feet and said, this is exactly what I want to do. So it is nothing like work. It is completely fun. And I just bring my friends on from the industry and we chat. We chat about what their good news is. I prep them by saying, you know, this is good news. So just come with your good news. If there's something bad going on, you just leave it. It's only 30 minutes. You can get back to it later. Yep, yep, that is true. It is definitely, uh, it's definitely pretty fun. I'm having a great time, man. And Isn't working it with fun? great, uh, yeah, it is. And just we're working with great people. Uh, I got a little over two minutes before we got to go to a break. What is the core curriculum for cannabis nursing? The core curriculum for cannabis nursing covers 12 different aspects. I'm not going to have them all memorized, but they include things like medical grade cannabis cultivation, methods of administration, legal aspects for nurses to be aware of, you know, harm, the harm reduction aspects of medical cannabis, the risk factors of medical cannabis. So we cover all these various things that anything that a nurse would need to know to be up to par with working in that cannabis space with a patient who is using cannabis, they can intelligently communicate with that patient because they understand the endocannabinoid system and the plant's themselves as well as the products that are being provided out there in in the industry. Well, we are going to have to take another quick break, uh, get a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more good news from Nurse Heather. So stick with us. We'll be right back with you. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. 
Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present. And we are talking Nurse Heather from Good News with Nurse Heather on Cannabis Radio. Heather, I believe that cannabis prohibition is just one symptom of an underlying systematic war against the natural world. And we can see evidence of that in energy policy and agriculture and just about everything. You've got extensive background in natural healing modalities and herbal Remedies other than and including cannabis, do you believe that there are other therapeutic natural plant-derived substances like cannabis that may also be in jeopardy of unnecessary over-regulation from the government? Oh, you – this this was a loaded question, wasn't it? You knew where <laughs> I was going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've attended Native American church ceremonies where peyote is used in the ceremony by the healers and the, you know, the medicine man. I've also – been in ceremony with shaman who provide ayahuasca medicines. I know that a lot of people are, there's a lot of research going on right now about microdosing with psilocybin for depression and PTSD and various things. So absolutely, all of these plants have been used responsibly by humanity for eternity. <laughs> I mean, we've always been doing this. And so, you know, to take away the plants and over-regulate and make it so that we fear this plant medicine. It's atrocious that this has happened. We really need to come back to, you know, you were talking about trends earlier and I started talking about the terpenes. But in addition to that, that's also led folks to be looking even deeper at what plants have similar terpenes that can support the endocannabinoid system in other ways. And so we're looking at other plant sources that can support the endocannabinoid system. There are a lot of plants out there. Iaboga, I believe, is, is one that's used for opiate reduction because they say that after you do a ceremony or a dose with this, it completely wipes clean your opiate receptors. And after you go, it's hell going through it. But once you've done that overnight, it's clean. You get a clean slate. And so they're finding that that is beneficial. So we really need to start investigating. I know MAPS does a lot as far as researching these various plants. And I'm a full supporter of that because... Plants are our teachers. They are our healers. They support and doctor our spirits. And this is important specifically right now with the way that we are in the world. We need our spirits to be doctored and healed and nurtured. And plants that are is, here to do that for us. That is such a great place to close. Heather, you are so amazing. Thank you so much for your healer ways and for being on Hemp Resent. How can people find your show, Good News with Nurse Heather? We're on Facebook. We're on CannabisRadio.com. You can look up Good News with Nurse Heather. I'm also on Twitter. It's Canna Heather RN. 
and you know, hit me up on Facebook. I'm there having a lot of fun. I'm Cannabis Nurse Heather on Facebook as well. So, and also go on and like the new Cannabis Nurses magazine. That's on Facebook as well. A lot of great response there. So join on the bandwagon. Thank you, Heather. Take care, darling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now I want to get to a weekly feature hemp present on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. The amount of money and legal energy being given to prosecute hundreds of thousands of Americans who are caught with a few ounces of marijuana in their genes simply makes no sense. The kindest way to put it. A sterner way to put it is that it's an outrage, an imposition on basic civil liberties and on the reasonable expenditure of social energy, and that's William F. Buckley Jr., firebrand conservative icon. That concludes this installment of Him Present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank my man in the control room, Brasco, and my brave sponsors and producers. Join me next week for my guest, Canadian canna oil guru, Rick Simpson, who will explain to us why so many run from the cure. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so speak up for justice. Till then, stay strong, stand tall, and take it easy. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.